Good night, love warriors. Grab your Bibles. You will see what the Spirit is saying to us tonight.
remove any fear. Give us the courage to do your will. calling us into purpose. someone is letting go of that situation that has hindered them from moving forward. Yes, Lord, have your way. Spirit, break out. Break our walls down.
Touch your people. Heal your people. Yes, Holy Father. Speak to your people, Touch Lord your Jesus. People. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Speak through me, Lord. Empty me of self, Lord. All your words may come forth in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Just a little recap. Last week, I would have encouraged us to seek after a fresh start. Anyone who has been lukewarm, I would have encouraged you to recommit your life to Jesus, to run to him for fresh fire, a fresh anointing, a fresh touch. I also encourage every believer to go and get your oil before the bridegroom comes. It's very important. We need to be prepared. We don't want to be ignorant or as the Bible says plainly in Matthew 25, to be like the five foolish virgins who neglected to prepare and it caused them to be shut out of heaven. I hope you have been taking stock of your life, getting your house in order. Have you have you been taking stock? What about you tonight, dear listener? Have you been self-examining? And have you surrendered it all to God? I have been. I have been pushing and pushing, pushing, pushing out my purpose. I'm, I am intending to push out every bit of me as the Holy Spirit allows everything that he has invested in me the seed that he planted in me the purpose he planted in me I I intend to leave this earth outpoured with every bit of me outpoured because I will not leave an unfinished task through the help of the Holy Spirit, I intend to complete my God-given assignment. What about you tonight? How passionate, how serious, how committed are you to your assignment? Do you know what is your assignment? Have you been asking him if you don't know what it is? If you ask God, what is your purpose? He will show you. You will know what your passions are, and they can't be hidden. Our fruit is not hidden. Even when we don't know, people can see it. People can see it in you. So, beloved, please don't procrastinate. Please don't make excuses. Just do what God has asked you to do. Tonight, Lord. Fresh fire, just fall on us. Fresh anointing to make us over, Lord. Let us turn in our Bibles to 1 John chapter 2, verses 27. I'm reading from the King James Version. And then I'll read, as I have a split Bible, I'll read the Amplified Version as well, which I like to do. First John chapter 2 verses 27 But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you 
and ye not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. I'll go down actually and I'll read 28 as well. And now little children abide in him that when he shall appear we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If we know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone which doeth righteousness is born of him. Amen. I'm going to read it from the Amplified Virgin now as well. But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction which you received from him abides permanently in you. So then you have no need to, that anyone should instruct you. But just as his anointing teaches you concerning everything and is true and is no falsehood, so you must abide in, live in, never depart from him being rooted in him, knitted to him, just as his anointing has taught you to do. And now little children abide, live, remain permanently in him, so that when he is made visible, we may have and enjoy perfect confidence, boldness, assurance, and not be ashamed and shrink from him at his coming. If you know or perceive and are sure that he is Christ and is absolutely righteous, conforming to the Father's will, in purpose, thought, and action, you may also know be, and be sure that everyone who does righteously and is therefore in like manner conformed to the divine will is born or begotten of him who is God. Amen and amen. We need to be rooted in Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is our guide and teacher, and he will guide us into all truth. The anointing teaches us and it equips us. We need to be connected to Jesus Christ. We need to stay connected to Jesus Christ. He is our firm foundation, our rock, our anchor. In him, we live and we move and we have our being. We are new creatures, not by might. Not by power, but by what? The Spirit of God. What can we do without the Spirit of the Lord? When we rely on our own flesh, we become weary and boggled down, burdened. But when we put our trust and reliance on Him in everything, it just comes together. Even if challenges will arise, we stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He is fighting for us. We try to fight battles that we are not destined to fight. The battles are not our own, they are Him. He has even already won our battles, hallelujah. He has already overcame the world, hallelujah. Where are you today in your Christian walk? Have you been running the race with faith? Have you been running with endurance? Or have you taken your eye off the prize, your reward, and traded it for something that is corruptible? 
Beloved, the things of this world, they are enticing, but they are corruptible. They easily perish, rotten, rust. And we need something new again and again and again. But what God has prepared for us is eternal. Will you trade your opportunity for incorruptible, for something that is corruptible? Is that what you will trade in exchange for? Have you gotten sidetracked by the cares of this world? Beware. We must not take advantage of God's grace or be ignorant about God's grace. We have to come in alignment with God's will and purpose for our lives. We do not belong to ourselves. We have been bought with a price. Many of us are doing as we please and we are saying God understands. God does understand. This is totally true. He sees and he knows our innermost thoughts. He knows if we are truly struggling with sin or where we are willfully sinning. He knows our hearts. I don't know who is on here tonight. If this word is convicting you, you need to turn to God and repent and make it right with him. I can't stress it enough. That is urgent. It is urgent. The urgency. I can't stress it enough. Now is the acceptable hour. Jesus did not come to condemn you. He came to save us. He came to save the world. He is a compassionate, merciful God. He is waiting for you to come to him. He has been tugging and tugging at your heart for a long time. And you continue to ignore him. You have heard the word. Tonight you have heard the word. And you will be without excuse. In my experience, the process of restoration was not instantaneous, but the manifestation of God's working through the Holy Spirit was clearly seen in my life. As I continued to read the Word, I was being transformed. I was being converted in every area of my life. I made a commitment to myself to meditate on the Scriptures day and night. I was determined not to let the devil win over me. Discipline was required. It doesn't matter what time during the day you study the Word of God. We all have different routines. You just need to find your own rhythm and your own schedule and be disciplined about it. The enemy had wage war on me. And when I was not reading, he had the upper hand on me. He had wage war on me. And I said, no, 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 that cannot work. Enough is enough. I was not going to let him win. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I rose up. I was delivered. I was refreshed. The word of God started the process in my life for spiritual healing and mending my heart. 
broken and a contrite heart, God will not refuse. Reading the word and applying it to our everyday life doesn't exempt us from failures or strongholds. The spirit and flesh are always in a constant battle. The flesh wants to kill the spirit and the spirit wants to kill the flesh. The enemy will not let up. When you're not connected to Jesus, trust me, anything can happen. I believe that he knows that you're already destined for hell. But when you're connected to Jesus, your troubles, believer, will increase. But because you're reading the word of God, you're better able to face them. I had the word to strengthen me to get back from a place of defeat and shame to move to a place of what? Joy. Joy. Full joy and peace and reassurance through my faith in Jesus Christ. I believe everything his word says. I, I, I've always been a believer of the Bible. I've always been from a child. From teenager years reading the word of God, I strongly believe that God existed. And therein is where my relationship with God has started. It took me a while to give my life to God. But I never regretted. I never turned back. Every time I fell, I got back up. Every time I got back up. Because I was determined not to let the devil win over me. I believe in the word of God. Do you believe in the words of the Bible tonight? You don't get to pick and choose what scriptures you believe in and cast aside the others like some have done. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. You either believe the word of God or you don't. There's no in between. I wrote a prayer song a few years back. It's called Light in the World. It's on my album, which is called Fully Persuaded. And the song in itself challenges me to be a light for Jesus. A light for all to see God's love. The world needs us now more than ever. Our brothers and sisters need us. Our brothers and sisters from the household of faith need us. But the lost souls need us as well. Every employee in an organization is necessary. What happens when you call in sick the day you're scheduled to work? And no one else is there to replace you. Because they have rostered you with the expectation that they could depend on you, right? Things may not go as smoothly in the business that day. God is depending on you. No one can do your job the way you can do it. God has assigned you to something to build up the kingdom. God has an assignment on your life. Someone else will try to do it. But what happens when someone has to do someone else's part? They are under pressure or strain. Come on. We operate best in our own calling. But God, 
God will raise up another if we're not willing. Or if we don't make ourselves available, God will raise up someone else. Don't let that be you. I pray that you will make yourself available to be used by God.
Father, as it is in heaven, so shall it be in the earth. Lord, I am available. It's my desire to serve. Is there another person listening tonight who will say, I will be your light in the world, Lord? Is there anyone on tonight who will say, I will be your light in the world? You can use me, Lord. I'm available to you. I am making myself available to be used by God. My calling and my purpose are not your purpose. You all have been given your own personal assignment. Everybody doesn't have to be a singer. Everybody doesn't have to be a radio host. Your assignment may be to help someone, but you may be refusing to help that person. That could be your very assignment. Your assignment may be to work with a specific group, but you rather not. Sometimes we stand in the way of the Holy Ghost. Tell somebody tonight in your house or wherever you are at work, wherever you are at, get out of the way. Get out of God's way. If you're by yourself and you can think about someone else that you know, could be two or three persons, call their names out in the name of the Spirit. Call their names out through the Holy Spirit and speak to them in the Spirit and say, Get out of the way. Get out of God's way. And of course, don't forget about yourself. Don't forget to tell yourself, get out of God's way. Let the Spirit have His way in your life tonight. I am not alone. I have the same overcoming power within me that is in Jesus Christ. Greater is he that is in me than is he that is in the world. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in this world. Brothers and sisters, the enemy will fight you for your assignment. Will you let him win? Will you let him win? Stop you from receiving an incorruptible reward? Our fight is not with the physical. It is not with your boss. It is not with your government. It is not with your neighbor your brother or sister in Christ. Oh yeah, we have divisions within the body. It should not be so, but it's the reality. But it's not, it is not with them. It is not with the flesh and blood. It is not with that relative or the lawyer. It's a spiritual battle. Turn with me to Ephesians quickly. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And we are going to read from verses 10 to 20. 
Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplications in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am ambassador in bonds, and that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. I know this is a familiar passage, but we need to be constantly reminded that we are in a spiritual battle. You may not be thrown in prison like Paul for preaching Christ, but you may be faced with oppositions by others who have different interpretations of scriptures or doctrinal beliefs. What are you going to do? You need to be bold. We must be bold. We must not back down when we are opposed. Speak confidently about your faith. Even if it's ignorance to the listener, the spirit is the one speaking and we are just the messengers. We are just vessels. Everything should be done, beloved, in love. To love warriors, we do everything in love. I know this is easier said than done, but that is where we are aiming for. We are aiming to be a true example of a believer. We are not boasting in self because the work is the work of the Holy Spirit within us. In ourselves, we are nothing. In ourselves, our righteousness is filthy rags. We have the righteousness of Jesus Christ working within us through faith. We can't preach in our own selves because within ourselves, we are nothing. We are nothing on our own. We need Jesus Christ. We needed his grace. We needed his mercy and his compassion. We needed his grace. 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 Where would we be tonight without his grace? So we are not preaching self. We are not puffing up ourselves. We are here to preach the crucified and resurrected Christ. The good news that he came not to condemn simmer, but rather to die that we may be saved from a debt a debt 
that us that we could never have been able to pay we had a right to pay we deserve to be punished we deserved to be sentenced to death all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but tonight the gospel is that Jesus Christ came and he took our place a sacrifice that was acceptable once and for all hallelujah a sacrifice that pleased God all sinners not for some for all mankind a free love gift of salvation to those who believe in Christ who believe in his death and resurrection we are to tell them what a love of God for us that he should give his only begotten son to give us everlasting life and he wishes that no one should perish and he has gone to prepare a place for us a new Jerusalem have you been sharing the good news gospel have you been telling the lost that Jesus truly cares or do you think that coming out from amongst them means that God doesn't want them we are not to be in the council of the ungodly but we must reach out to them and let them know that God cares about them someone told you someone told you the good news whether you heard it on television or you read it in the Bible or a track or from an invitation to church God used someone who was obedient to share the gospel with you let me write books let me make programs that's being in obedience we're writing or we're speaking the word of God so that others can hear the good news gospel so you can do your part you have to do your part as well share the good news gospel to the highways and byways it is not a specific church groups task we all have a mandate to evangelize we are ambassadors for Jesus Christ messengers take in this song by Harry John highways and byways Oh 
his father's house with him what a day that will be to see Jesus's face to face don't you think every tear will be wiped away from our eyes no more sorrow no more pain no more crying will you be there beloved we need to make our election sure we need to make every effort to confirm our calling God has selected you he has chosen us it doesn't matter who doesn't approve of us. He's the one who qualifies our call. The enemy will not give up. So be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is roaring. He's a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Will you let the enemy find you unprepared? Or will you be ready to quench his fiery darts? Are you fully armored tonight? Are you armored? The battle is not ours. But we still need to have our armor as a protection and for strength and godly wisdom. Every piece of our armor is needed. It's very, very important. The word has been a light to me. <laughs> it has removed the scales from my eyes. It has allowed me to see clearly with spiritual eyes the enemy's tactics. The sword in the armor of God is the word. Like Jesus in the wilderness, we can speak the word to those situations around us. It is written. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. It is written, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is written, Be still and know that I am God. It is written, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in a time of trouble. When the enemy comes and he tries to plant thoughts in your mind that God is responsible for your tribulations, you speak the word over that situation. You speak the word over that thought. It is written to declare the Lord is upright. He is my rock and in him no unrighteousness is found. It is written that the Lord does not tempt us. We are tempted when we are drawn away by our own lust and fleshly desires. So you speak the word over our situations and our thoughts. We will grow stronger day by day as the Holy Spirit helps us to work on the weak areas in our life. Satan studies us and knows our weak areas. And he tries to tempt us. But if we keep our eyes on Jesus, he's able to keep us from falling. I am striving for perfection. I don't say this casually. Because God said we must be holy as he's holy. Our righteousness is through faith in Jesus Christ. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world and wickedness in high places. Rest assured tonight. That God is fighting for us and the battle is already won. We have been given weapons that are not carnal. They are of the spirit. They have divine power to demolish the strongholds. They are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. They have power to subdue the enemy and to defeat Satan. To overpower him. Remember the seven weapons to conquer our spiritual enemy. The helmet of salvation. To have a renewed mind, the breastplate of righteousness, a new guarded heart, a clean heart, the belt of truth, the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, the shoes, our feet are shod with the gospel of peace, your paths are for peace, you don't run to destruction and confusion, we carry the message of the gospel of peace. God is not an author of confusion. There's a lot of confusion in the religious circles, but God's word is the truth, and the Spirit guides us into all truth. The sword of the Spirit is the word of God, the infallible word of God. Same today as it was yesterday. He is Jesus Christ in fullness, in a written word. He was the spoken word, and he is now the written word that we have in the Bible, and he's the living word with us every single day. The shield of faith, putting our faith in God. Faith is the substance of things, evidence of things not seen. We believe upon him we have a hope in him we trust him and we because we have faith in God we can walk every day in that peace or have a peace of mind a confidence 
always praying in the spirit. That's our next weapon. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Come on, guys. Don't stop praying. All types of prayers, it says. The spirit will guide you in what you should pray. We should pray the word. But there are circumstances that need specific prayers. And we need to just pray and give God all the glory as well because praying is communication with God. He's spirit. I mean, we are now new creatures. We are spirit beings as well. Although we're in this tent, this body, we are spirit beings. So we commune with God in the spirit. We must daily put on the armor of God so that we are able to defend ourselves through the guidance of the Holy Spirit.
know sometimes it takes a while, but when we get to that place, that we are determined to not turn back. To that place where we give our all to God. You know, we do it because He has been faithful. God indeed has been faithful. He's kept His word, He's kept His promises. Beloved, we have come to the end of our time together tonight. I pray that you will put your faith in Jesus Christ. Be strong, warrior. Love, warriors. Go and affect your world. Go and let your world. Be courageous. I am encouraged by your feedback. Some of you have given me feedback that you've been listening to the programs I want to give you a shout out to those of you who have said you've been listening God bless you keep sharing the program so that more people can be reached I believe that um, the Holy Spirit is pouring out His Spirit in these last days and we are seeing the signs of the times and we really need to be propelling more people to be saved in the acceptable hour, we need to be going after the loss at any cost. 
we need to be reaching out to our brothers and sisters as well so thank you for your encouragement you can also contact me at area code 246 the number is 252-0280 that's my whatsapp 246-252-0280 or you can leave a comment on our website at www.royal.com centralpraise.com www.royalcentralpraise.com I can't wait to hear of your testimonies. God bless you. God bless you tonight.